0: Here's the Fangirls on Jackalope Radio.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome to this interview-packed episode of the Fangirl Radio Show. I'm your host, Jess Goodwire, and with me is Rachel Moore. Good evening. And this episode, we're not gonna um, do waste time on a weekend geek because it is packed with the stars of *Rays*, the new film that hit video on demand in limited release theaters on January 10th. The film stars Zoe Bell, Doug Jones, Sherilyn Finn, Tracy Toms, Rachel Nichols, just a ton of great actors, and it is a phenomenal movie that you really need to watch if you're a fan of Grindhouse or just good action, good story, good acting. Um, But if
3: you're in the emotional state to watch people in a sad situation get on because it's a great movie but it is brutal and so that's kind of our caveat is that it's not a movie for everyone but if you're so inclined it's a great movie
2: no and i think this movie is getting touted as sort of a torture porn flick and it is not a torture porn movie it is just a brutally emotional film in terms of what these people have to go through and uh it's it's gonna get you when you don't expect it to and um amazing flick you can read the in, um the review i have up on fangirlmag.com uh to get my take on it but um the interviews we got for you are great we have tracy toms who plays teresa we have zoe bell who plays sabrina and we have doug jones back again for his fourth i believe time on the show at who plays the main villain of this movie doug jones is the bad guy which I never thought I'd say. And not just like
3: a monster, but like a very bad man.
2: He is a human being who is horrible horrible man <laughs> and um yes. and we love him, <laughs> and we love him for it but uh like i said this episode we're not going to waste a lot of time here at the beginning we're going to get into these interviews and i want you to um check this movie out it has our seal of approval on it uh check this out you really need to see it it's called raise and you can see it on video on demand R A N E r-a-z-e and you can see it video on demand as well as limited release in theaters so check this out and on to the interviews tracy toms doug jones and the woman zoe bell Woo. hey everybody um i want to welcome miss tracy toms to the show she plays teresa in rays and um i have to tell you uh she is one of the most amazing characters in the movie uh She, as well as uh, the rest of these wonderful um, actresses that just kick ass in this film. Um, But but she has also um, been in Rent. She's done a ton of television. So she is a phenomenal actress. And I wanted to welcome you to Fangirl Radio. Why, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Um, We're happy to have you. So the um, first question is, what was preparation like for this movie? Because you were all so buff and fit in this, and it's just like a, a, a ma- marathon of a film.
1: It is. It's funny because it came together rather quickly for me. Um, it's one of those things where uh, Zoe just asked me if I would read the script, and if I liked it, would I do it? And I was like, well, I'll do it you know, I haven't read the script yet, but if you ask me to do it, I'll do it. You know, but I'll read it if it makes you feel better. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, so I read it and that must have been like in March of last year and then we were shooting like June. You know, so was oh, pretty quick. The turnaround was it was pretty fast. Um, you know, and then there's always the, oh we're gonna do it. when are we starting, what's happening, but you know, that that, that back and forth that goes with independent filmmaking. Um and um, and I was really just really pleasantly shocked that it all came together as quickly as as we said it would, because I've been involved in so many projects that we said, oh, we're going to start, oh, wait, we're not going to start, oh, wait, we get pushed, oh, wait, we you know. And that didn't really happen, really. This thing, when they said it was going to go, um, which was just a testament to the filmmakers and the dedication to it, uh, doing nearly the impossible. Um, and... Basically, we had a few weeks to, uh, to train. So we trained and some people trained, uh, with Kenny Gage, one of our producers who was an ex-boxer. Uh, he did some training and, um, and, uh, James Young, our coordinator, did some, like, boot camp training, uh, at the, at the, at the studios where we were shooting. Mm-hmm. But I actually have a, a really good friend of mine, Ahmed Best, who a lot of people know, and uh, is Jar Jar Banks in this, the new Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he's a, yeah, he's a very good friend of mine, and he lives in my neighborhood, and I've been doing some kickboxing with him for years. So I employed him um, on my end of the world to just do, like, drills and, and boxing so between him and Kenny and James. I just had to get it together very, very quickly.
2: Wow, that's um, amazing. And it
1: was it was grueling. It was grueling, but I, I you know I I'm, it was the strongest I've ever been in my life. I was doing things I've ever been able to do, you know. And I trained hard for um for uh, for death proof, uh, for Clinton. <laughs> but um, and where I met Zoe and Rosario. Um, but that was primarily like I was trying to like get a fit physique. But I was I it was, it was mostly driving training I did for that movie and, and a little bit of punching and stuff because we beat Kurt, Ru- Kurt Russell up at the end. Um, but this being a <laughs> being a fight it was it was it was crazy. It was a little bit it was a little bit nuts.
2: Well and and the other part of it that I wanted to ask you about was, you know, we found out some of the history of your character in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, with we it's still pretty much a mystery. A lot of the people in the film are, are still fairly a mysterious bunch because you don't you know bits of their history. But you guys became so tight you know, the, 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 the trinity of your friendship there, it was like the core Mm -hmm. of the movie. Did you guys discuss your backgrounds? Like, did you make up a background or a history for your character before you started filming?
1: Well, yeah, you know, and Josh, um, between Josh and Zoe, but primarily with talking to Josh, Josh had ideas about, um, the, the backgrounds for these women, but then let us create from there. And he was like, you don't even have to tell me, you don't ever have to tell me what you come up with. You know, I feel, I feel this way about it. You could feel some way completely different about it. Um, but, you know, there are little hints that if you, you pay attention, you know, my character has all these tattoos to mm-hmm. be really watching. i have always these, like, these like prison like tattoos, you know what I mean? Which suggest a, a, a history of trouble and and probably in the, the juvenile system and uh, turn myself around a bit. And uh married and have a husband and and now I'm in the situation, so it's like it's funny because like one of us uh in in the movie, even though we're all kind of like we come from different kind of fighting backgrounds, you know, not like professional fighting backgrounds, but some of us are like bar brawlers and we're always in trouble, and not a like, you know GV for that or um you know Cody's history with her father um but you know, let's believe that that I'm kind of like a a boxer. I'm a trained fighter in the, in the movie, which is the interesting thing to fight because I'm fighting my couple of fights. I don't know if, if I if even actually fight anyone who's trained, so it gives me an advantage a bit. But it also gives me disadvantage because the, the girls I'm fighting don't have the same rules I have. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't play by any kind of rule. They're just trying. To, everybody's just trying to survive in the best way they know how. Um, you know, my best way is by methodically you know, using my training to my advantage, which is which fits into my personality because I'm kind of a very methodical person. I'm kind of a type A person anyway. So, so it worked for me. And, um, you know, he also took into account everybody's own natural uh, tendencies, you know, um, because I'm so kind of like by the book and um, um, in, in method of doing things. It worked for me to be the, the, the trained boxer, in the group, um, so I just well, let everything the, grow from
2: that. Yeah, and watching that. the scenes with you and them, you can tell you're kind of like you you you're watching, you're looking, you're you're filling out your your opponents. Where some of them just are like, you know, barreling like a crazy person. You right. take your time. Um, and the one thing I I had to bring up was, ter- you know, Teresa and Kobe have one of the hardest scenes to watch. <laughs> you, I mean that I that was just that was probably one of the most effed up things in the movie to see. I know, and that and it's in a movie filled with a lot of effed up stuff. <laughs> I
1: know, uh, I know, right? Oh, this happening. When I read the script, I was like, "Is this ha- is this really happening right now?" Like, oh God, no! Oh my God! So, how was that
2: to film, and what did you do? What did the two of you do to prepare for that? Because that's a hard scene.
1: It's a, it's it's a rough one. It's. You know, it's really it goes down with in the list of uh, very like the most challenging scenes I've ever done. Um, Because if we were to succeed, it had to be really multi-layered, and it had to infuse a lot of uh, uh, contradicting uh, emotional moments that actually fought against each other the whole time in the scene. So. We actually we didn't plan that scene out a lot before we did it. We planned um, the physical. Actually, we didn't even plan a lot of the physical stuff because Josh like I don't actually want it to be that uh, choreographed. I don't want it to be this planned out. I want to see what happens organically on the day, you know. And as much as we throw that word around organically and blah blah, Um, but we really just kind of sat in that room all day to figure the scene out. You know, and it was really, it was really rough. You know, it was rough, you know. um, It was rough to watch. (laughs) It was rough to be, it was rough to play because there's a balance you have to find between like, and I don't want to spoil it too much, but it's just, when someone makes a decision, the the, the decision, there's a big decision that's made in the scene. When someone makes a decision like that, they can make it. You know, they can't um, be wishy-washy about it or, over emotional about it you can but um if you do that it undermines the decision you know so it was a very difficult balance but what i will say is that bailey who played cody you know she's a young actress and a really lovely lovely sweet sweet girl but she really just went for it and i was so pleased and impressed with her because she just hung in there with me you know, had to put her through some stuff in the scene, you know, and then she just, she just hung in there. She took it, you know, she gave it back as much as she took it, you know, So which is courageous. And I know it's not easy to do for, for the extended amount of time that we had to, that we had to do this as we're figuring out under such extreme circumstances, um, both, um, technically, you know, being that we're in the dirt and the muck in the, the heat of the summer, you know, and the, 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 the given circumstances of the scene, you know, um, but, yeah, you know, and, and, and Josh really, what I do love about working with Josh that his producer's probably screaming him for is that he really allows us and scenes like that to take our time. Like, he he just literally will say, the camera's running, and when you feel like starting, go. Well, and Ride that's what
2: I, I took from it, rolling. too, was that scene was so... It was very... It wasn't rushed. It was very slow. Mm-hmm. And the horror of what was going to have to happen. There was no way, no good way it was going to
1: end. And it just was no way it was going to end well, but there's yeah. no way you could do it quickly, you know? No, no. Because you couldn't. Uh, which is what I loved about it. And Josh, you know, for scenes like that, he would get to set and we would all come to set and we'd talk about what we wanted to accomplish that day. And he would play music for us to get us all like in, in a, in, a, in a, like a kind of a common headspace. He played some epic, horrible, sweeping, operatic music. We're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. You know, and I have my own playlist that I listen to. I'm music, I'm very affected by music, so I have my own iPod with, with my music in. And you know, I had to do a lot of homework on it ahead of time to think about, you know, what what I was bringing to the scene, you know, and then I had to just really, and then play it, you know, and play it and not, like I said before, allow myself to get just caught up in, oh, this is so messed up, you know, and calming <laughs> up. It's like, okay, I gotta do this.
2: So let's do it. Well, and, and the one thing I wanted to um, ask you about, um, and this is probably going to be my, one of my last questions, but I wanted to ask was, a lot of people might find, some people might find this an exploitive movie that has nothing, you know, mm-hmm. that's not empowering or not supportive. But what I took from this was a, I mean, this was a just a movie about, really about empowerment of women and, and showing that, you know, they're not, this isn't sexualized at all. This is Mm -hmm. just women being, you know, fighting for their lives and being just tough and and showing that they, they can be. And, and that's, that's what I took from it and just was really touched by it because it, it kept the femininity of like, you know, an emotional connection between these women, friendship between them and all of that, but they they showed them just becoming empowered in their own like that was her choice that was you know that was Teresa's choice, mm-hmm. and that was something I don't know a lot of people could do, what she did
1: right right
2: and, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. What, yeah is that what you want viewers to take from this movie? What do you want them to take from
1: it? Well, it's difficult because, you know, we always have things we want viewers to take from movies, but at the end of the day, our viewers are going to take exactly what they're supposed to take from it. You know, some people are going to come and say, oh my God, it was too much. Some people are going to say, oh my God, it was torture porn. You know, and, and that's where, that's what they're coming into the room with and their own sensibilities on that, you know. But I think what Josh is really trying to, you know, it's, it's funny because the people put us in the in the position that we're in in the movie, you know, Cheryl and Finn have this has a speech about the power of women and how you put women in a certain situation their their power will come out um you know we always hear about these powerful women who you know lift cars up off their children and and uh you <laughs> know I mean the mama bear comes out and they can do incredible things, but we're told by society that we have to, like, oh, we're women. Stay in our place or whatever. But, you know, not only is that a societal, um, you know, uh, pressures on women, but I think the women's uh, natural nature of of being the nurturers, and I think that's I think that's think nature to a certain extent until you cross us and then look right. out. You know, there is a reason, how I have no fury that a woman scorned. There is a reason that is a saying because, like, don't do it, you know? So I think... This movie really, um, it shows, that, that some people will say this movie is the most violent movie they've seen. Or, oh my God, it's so violent. But if you replace all the women and put men in there, it's not that violent. There's actually not that many moments of explicit violence in the movie. It's not punching and kicking. But in terms of like, oh my God, gory things that you would see in Hostel or any of these other really hyper um, violent films, there aren't that many moments of that. And they're fast when they happen. It's just what ends up making it very violent is the emotional um, uh, the cost of these actions that these women have to go through. Um, and I think that makes people, that will make people also look at, at, at how easily we look at violence today and how, and how it costs us nothing to, oh, take his head off. Oh, rip him in the face and take, take his eyeballs out. Yeah. You know, this movie, no, really, if you have to really do that to somebody, what does that cost you? Right, And it makes people think about it in a way that they don't normally have to think about it. And it takes seeing women being driven to the point where they have to do this to each other than to really experience this kind of uh, violence that we are desensitized to. today. So much people just re-experience just re- it in a different kind of way, so... I think all those things are things that people leave this movie with and, and, and it's a roller coaster, ride. Right? in the beginning it's like, I can't watch this for two hours. And at the end you're cheering like you're kind of cheering any other gory movie where you're, you're, you're um, cheering your protagonist on, but it's more, um, you're more invested than you normally would be because you actually know the, the struggle and the pain that she's gone through on an on, on emotional level. And I really give Zoe Bell all the props for really, really delving into that because she normally doesn't have to do anything like that. She normally is no, was... like, how high is my kick? How high, how strong is my kick? Is, <laughs> is this punch selling? Did I fall well on my ribs? You know, But for her to really have to put herself in a situation and really examine what she does every day.
2: Oh yeah, um, this was on an this emotional was level is
1: really it's really incredible I'm so so proud of her because, you know, coming from you know really doing guest proof with her, she never acted before. She'd never spoken words on screen before. Um you know, and that was only in oh six. Yeah, that was six only six years, a few years ago. ago. So it was yeah. six years in it was six years in between, oh my god, I have to speak and not hide my face on because her <laughs> Her instinct all the time to, was to hide her face because that's just what she's used to doing, hiding her face from the camera. <laughs> like, no, you have to face the camera, silly. Face right this in the is camera. This you. are being like, oh, you. Oh, right. Oh, no, it's you. It's you or you. Oh, right. Sorry. You know, and going from that, and I mean, her learning curve is so huge. Um, and she's, she's, she's a rock star, and she's an action star, and she's an actress, and she's my friend, and I'm so proud of her and I love her love. That is
2: great. Well, Tracy, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about this movie, because I, I really, really loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, it just such a, it, It's a unique take on on something that a lot of people, I don't think, are expecting. I don't think they expect what no, this, this movie is going to do to one movie. No, not Nope. They, they think don't. it's going to be something out, else. They can't take it. You know,
1: and they're like, oh, my God, I don't think this movie going to be there. They think it's going to be really campy. And like you said, over-sexualized, there's no... There's no mm-hmm. like gratuitous. I ripped your shirt off, and now you're fighting in a bra. Oh, look, no. now you're fighting in your underwear. It doesn't happen, <laughs> no. you know. He wanted it to be just like if men were fighting. No shower scenes, none of that stuff that you would expect from a from an exploitation movie, you know. But it still does have a lot of the exploitation tropes in it, like with the um, with the with the cards that said, you know, the, you know, uh, uh, Theresa versus whatever
2: yeah I, I i like those touches but it was just the right amount those little moments yeah yeah
1: they keep it like all right we are in a kind of like a ridiculous hyper you know grindhouse movie a bit um but it has all this extra stuff you weren't expecting yeah
2: so i think it's going to surprise a lot of people like i said tracy thank you again this was phenomenal you thank were amazing you for having me it. everybody thank was you great. so much thank you and thank you and uh thank um, you Hopefully, we'll have everybody and we'll have Doug Jones on and, and Zoe, I hope, on this show. So, uh, it'll be great to talk yeah. to all of them. Yeah. Well, thank you. Great people and we, you know,
1: labor of love and I hope people go see it. And I hope
2: they like it. I, I hope they will too and I will definitely tout its praises. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. Uh, Fangirl Radio, I would like to welcome back for, I believe, his fourth appearance on our show, Mr. Doug Jones.
0: Well, hello, hello. You know, there's nothing I don't love about a good fangirl, okay?
2: Uh, oh, wow. Aww. Aww.
0: It's that... true, and you are the best fangirls ever, you fangirl radio girl, girly girls, you. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: there's He's nothing all we about... don't love about Doug Jones, so. That is true.
0: Aww, he Doug is
2: Jones. our favorite, and that is why he has been on the show four times. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> We've adopted him the as love. one of us.
0: <laughs> the love, the love. Yes, yeah, the papers are in order, and we're the <laughs> adoption's official.
2: Well, well and and it. well, and speaking about girls, girls, girls. Um, Doug is on tonight to talk about the movie *Rays*, which he plays the villain in.
0: Oh my, my oh goodness! My. Yes, what, oh what my. a what a ride this one was, right?
2: I was going it it was i'm sure so i'm going to just get started and ask um the first question here which is what attracted you to this specific project cuz this is a pretty amazing movie
0: <laughs> it's a very intense movie and i uh i uh i will tell you what attracted me but the first thing was that i was i was approached by josh waller the the director um got a hold of my my peeps and told him that uh, that uh, Zoe Bell and he had had a conversation about me in this role um, yeah, of Joseph and thought that maybe I would be perfect for it which I thought was very very it's all that's a, a sweet conversation to hear always you know no matter what the project is if you're being talked about in a, in a positive light of course um, and uh, so I, I always start with a script. Oh, yeah, send a script over, and that's great. We'll have a look at it. Well, I read this script and was just like,
4: horrified.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like women being abducted, being held in an underground cell, like a, a, a prison uh, set up, um, and, and uh, they're, they're they're forced to fight each other to the death un- until we have one victor left. And I and my lovely wife, played by Sherilyn Finn, um, are the uh, patriarch couple of this entire society that, that does has been doing this for centuries. It's been handed down through my family. Um, So that, that premise is just like as disturbing as anything I've ever read. So, uh, and knowing Zoe Bell, uh, knowing that she is like a stunt woman extraordinaire who can pull off any kind of fight scene with ballet and with, (laughs) gruesomeness all attached to each other i I thought okay okay i know it's going to be filmed well i know it's going to be acted well with the cast they'd pulled together and but oh my gosh what message are we sending and so i really needed to have that coffee date with the director um so josh waller and i got together for a lunch date actually and we talked all about his vision how it's going to come together and that's when i was totally sold on it was knowing that, that Zoe Bell was not only the star of the movie, but also she was a producer. Yeah. So yeah. if she was behind this that much, uh, then it was not going to be a female exploitation film. It was going to be a female empowerment film, even though they were in prison and being forced to do something hideous like this. Um, what it did is put it put all these women into a situation that makes us all ask the question, what would I do in that situation? What Would, would I have the strength to... Go to those such lengths to protect the ones that I love, and that would be because all these women in captivity um, have some loved one, whether it 's a fiance, a brother, a mother, their children, whatever that, that we have also that we are keeping under surveillance and if the if the women don't fight, we kill their loved one. if they do fight and lose, we kill their loved one so there's no chance of 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 there's very little chance <laughs> of anything good to come out of this so these women <laughs> there's are, no are good forced ending to, to fight oh no it can't end well can it so <laughs> um so that there's you know there's one top spot that these old women are all fighting for to keep their their precious ones alive um so it's it's really uh, just a uh, just a hideous setup and um but pulling it together with all of the all of the 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 emotional moments these women the ride they all go on and go through and the choices that they make and the the sacrifices that they make um it's it's just gut-wrenching to watch and the acting performances i thought were just stellar and wonderful on everybody's part uh so to be the crazy guy who's in charge of this whole operation um and getting to play opposite Sherilyn Fenn, who is a <laughs> screen crush of mine from way back, right?
2: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> she, oh, is epi- no, she is the Elizabeth Taylor. I mean, she is.
0: Right. Oh, no. I, I know. I know. Well, yeah, <laughs> she played Elizabeth Taylor on, on the TV yeah. movie, right? So,
4: yeah.
0: And, and when you have that woman's face cupped in your hands and you're, and you're about to kiss her on screen, it's like, okay. So I told her when we first met on the set, you know, knowing that she had been cast as my wife, I said, "Oh, sweet pea, you could have done so much better than me." <laughs> you know, yeah. Aww. But she was very kind. I, yeah, we. I, but we've uh, the reviews have been coming in with all kinds of mixed reactions, and and the audiences have been doing the same thing. So people, it's either a love or a hate thing for this movie. I, I don't think there's much gray middle area for it. You know.
3: Well, I think that- I, I, oh, I probably Rachel. wouldn't have normally watched it because listeners know that I'm not the horror fan girl. So, but you uh-huh. know, Sherilyn Fenn, Doug Jones, Zoe Bell, I, I had to. I pretty much had to. Uh-huh. So I, I was really kind of like, I, I'm a big fan of yours. I love everything you've done. And I'm like, I don't know how vicious he can be, though. And so I'm watching this thing kind of through my fingers because I don't violence and it's very violent. Right. People should know. But, um, oh, no, it, I, it
0: is brutal violence. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's, it's very difficult violence, but it's, it's well, very greatly choreographed and well acted. Yes. And, and I'm watching right. that and there, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but there's some scenes where you come face to face to the girls, where I'm like, oh, he did it! He did it! How how was it for you to really access some pretty, like, pretty...
0: Um, Dark places?
3: Yeah, vileness, I think, is something right, that right. is not associated well, with you, uh, I think.
0: Well thank you well, thank you for that. thank you for thinking I'm sweet to start with it <laughs> um, you know, honestly i you know i think um it is it is funny how when you're asked to play such a despicable and hated character um the place you have to find is that this character has no idea how evil he is. I think, um, and I think that that's the trick to playing any bad guy is that, that they don't wake up every day thinking, how can I be evil today? Rubbing their hands together and twirling their mustache. It's more of a, this is how I survive. This is all I know. Uh, uh, this is this is all I've known ever since I was born because I was brought into a family that 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 used this as sort of our like our religion, uh, worshiping these women that are that are are fighting each other and and it does it's explained in the movie when we uh, when we t- tell the girls uh, why they're here, uh, and it does date back into to a a real known legend in the Greek history uh, of these women called Menads. and the Minads were these crazed fighter animalistic, you know, gutsy women who who would be happy to fight each other to the death. So uh, that's that 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 women that strength of a woman's spirit that that my that my my character's family has been worshipping all these years. So that's all he's ever known and it's it's sort of like going to church for him. You know, this this every so many years we do, we have this big, you know, 50 women fight off um and and it's something that that you know me and my society and my family all look forward to uh, with like it's like Christmas, uh, you know it's a high holiday for us. So so if you if you find that mindset that this is all he's ever known and this is this is this is right and good and 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 it celebrates women, that's kind of like like the sick place he's gone to. So I just kind of had to find that reality uh, and play him, you know. With with a smile on my face, uh, and that, that's that's I think was so disturbing. When I watched the movie back, I saw the movie for the first time at the Tribeca Film Festival in New York last April, and in the audience uh, we had a, a packed house, and six people got up and left during the film, uh, at various times during the film. I counted. I was sitting in the back, and. Um, but the rest of the crowd stayed and cheered their asses off when the lights came up. So it was, you know, yeah, like I said, it's either a love or a hate thing mm-hmm. And uh, because of the brutality. But it's played with such realism that, like, it, you know, as, as a performance piece, it's, it's so worth the watch, you know.
2: Well, two things I want to ask for sure, because I, I, I interviewed Tracy, um, who played uh-huh. Tr- Teresa in the movie. And she made she a point. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the yeah. the the her, her the one scene with her that you know I'm think I'm talking about, uh, almost killed me. That that was just yes. one of the hor-
0: oh, and so yes, and she was also she was also kick-ass funny too, wasn't she?
2: Oh mm-hmm. yeah, she was she was like the best character one of the best characters in the movie. Yeah, you, no, I I, I got really lucky because I got the three best characters from three of the best characters in the movie to be on <laughs> the show. Very
0: happy. <laughs> oh, um, the love.
2: But she made a point, and I, I kind of agree with her. The film's brutal, and it's violent, and and I'm, you know, I'm the horror girl. I, I, I know violence and brutality, but yes. it's it's not the worst I've ever seen, but so many no. people seem to think it's just over-the-top really brutal. And Tracy said something that I really kind of agree with, which is, it seems more violent because it's women doing it.
0: Because it's women. That's right. Right. Well, because I, if you saw, you know, it's nothing you haven't already seen in a Van Damme movie or a Schwarzenegger movie or, or less a than, movie even. in the past. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But the fact that it's women, uh, it, that's that's, and I think that's another reason that Josh Waller and uh, Zoe Bell wanted to make this movie was because. Um, why not? Uh, what what would be wrong with showing women in an action film that uh, that celebrates the, the the fighter in all of us? You know, I don't know.
3: Well, I think I think there's a difference. One because it is not played as campy violence. It's pl- the acting no. is superb in it. No. So you really buy no, into I, it. It's. I, it, I, I, there are times yeah. where I was to watch it. I said, okay, I'm going to step out of this and appreciate that these women are not actually beating each other to the death. I'm watching two athletes and actresses go through this. And right, and right. two, there's no monster. It's really about the darkness in people's hearts. Whereas, you know, you're, right. you're not there under eight pounds of prosthetic face makeup. You know, yeah. you're there with your...
0: Right. Yeah, no, not, yeah, for for, for a bare faced uh, uh, role for me, this is the, the most hideous monster I've ever played. I think. <laughs> <Honestly>. well, <laughs> it,
2: and the other thing I wanted to ask and or, or actually bring up and see if this is something that you and Sherilyn worked on um, for the history of these two characters. I, I took mm-hmm. from this that she was the champion at one time, and she ended up marrying you, and. Ooh. I I, Ooh. I took I took, too. I took that I took that from this and you worshipped her so it was even worse for you when things go down to and to lose yeah. her spoiler alert but
0: that's very very astute of you because that that would be the backstory that we did discuss yes
2: ah yay I was right <laughs>
0: but,
2: so what how, could you go into that a little bit and talk about how you worked on the history of these characters because because that's just twisted <laughs> in a way. Well,
0: right. the, the funny thing is um if this movie is a, is a financial success, uh there are plans to make a few more uh, and they're all shot out of order. So it would be like a like I I don't know, maybe 3 or somewhere between 3 and 5 movies that that would that would bounce around the timeline. Uh and one of those would be the you know the, the next sequence of events after this film ends. Another one would be the uh, the sequences of events that led up to this film, uh, even going back to you know Greek days, uh, and then also how Joseph and and uh, oh oh gosh what was Sherilyn's character's name? Um, anyway, how how that couple met, and how how she was was brought into the the fighting arena herself and was the champion, and uh, oh. or and how or how we fell in love and how how she was uh, saved from it and you know, because of me and I, you know, yeah, you know, it's a, it's kind of a cool story, but that, that's something that Josh had on the docket anyway. So, so, um, so Sherilyn and I, that's, that's why, again, she had, she, it, I, I had a lot to crawl into, you know, with this character trying to trying to find a reason for him to act, behave this way. Sherilyn really had to, because she's also a woman. Mm-hmm. And to force other women to, to go through such heinous, vile acts with each other, um, you know, how could she do this to, 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 her own kind that's the question right so so she had to find that place of oh she's been there and done that and she was a victor and she let it seep into her and and she found the same religious experience from it that my whole family has and that's one of the reasons why we fell in love so back in the day
2: so would this be Baby Doug Jones and Baby Sherilyn Finn, or would you guys be able to come back and be your your own character?
0: I think it would be, be. I think it would be other actors playing younger versions of us. I think yes, because it's, um, by the time they by, by the time they get to it, we're not. I think going to be able to pull this one off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so So um, yeah. I I think we um, we're, we're going to have to wrap up with you, but I I love talking to you, Doug. We we all love you at the show.
0: We've yeah, established as, this. As I love talking with all of you. Oh.
2: Um, but were you surprised by how emotionally hard hitting in the gut punch a movie like this could be? Because it yeah. really, I, I mean, that was one of the things I talked to Tracy about was it really does get to you. You don't realize it. It, it kind of is supposedly like this B retro grindhouse mm-hmm. flick in one way, but it's right. just so well done it, that it gets you Thank in the gut.
0: were you surprised by that what what truly what what yes what truly got me in the gut and i was surprised i had a tear uh, forming in my eye was watching zoe bell's performance as she went on her emotional ride protecting the daughter that that she had been estranged from Mm
2: -hmm. oh Um, yeah that,
0: that yeah. that was her person that she was protecting and why she was forced to fight further and further oh it just absolutely slayed me uh watching her um and and her her acting abilities by the way. Zoe and I met on a movie. Uh, that's the reason I was being talked about at the beginning of this conversation. Why my name came up, up in the first place because I worked with Zoe on a movie called Angel of Death.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: It started started, started <laughs> as a web series, became, you know, it was pulled together uh as as a movie of the week that aired on the Spike channel. And um I played her. She was a mafia hit woman, and I was her doctor, her mafia doctor. Mm-hmm. And you were the uh, druggy doctor. <laughs> <was, laughs> yep, yeah, the druggy doctor. Yes, exactly. I was a, a coke addict, <laughs> uh, just to calm my hands. Yep. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was. Uh, so we got along so well on that shoot, and then enjoyed each other's company and and acting styles, and we just really got on so well. But I, that, um, I really could was just, that was another selling point for me was I got to work with her on screen again, and her acting she was so great in Angel of Death and she's come leagues even farther uh, for Rays. She's um, she's at a place now and and when you see the arc she goes on through Rays you'll see that those are some acting chops and that yeah. woman is gonna she's she's a, a true movie star.
3: Well, and she's another person that we don't always see her face in every role she's in. She plays, you right. know, she doubles for so many iconic roles that that was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I thought to see, yes, wow, she brought it, you know.
0: She brings it. She's tough as nails, but also sexy. And let me say my favorite moment with Zoe Bell. I, I was in the in our um, in our little uh, cast trailer. We were, uh, she was about to go back in and film another scene, and I was taking a break. And uh, here she is with all that beat up makeup, she bruises and <laughs> dirt, and that white tank top, looking as butch as, as a woman can look. And in the middle of it, she she's about to go back in, and she pulls out her purse, and she pulls out a little little lip gloss thing and starts applying it so gingerly to her to her lips. And I looked at her with this incredulous look on my face, like really. And and she looked up at me and she said, "Well, I'm still a girl."
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's awesome. It was awesome, and that 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 is totally what makes her so engaging. Is that she is tough as nails, and she can hold it with the guys as as good as anyone can. But she is absolutely one hundred percent woman and sexy as can be, and uh, she's she's a true gem. I just I think she's a treasure.
2: I I just have to say her arms are amazing in this amazing
0: movie. yeah oh, holy she's in the most, god the shape uh, of anyone yeah yeah
2: good god she makes
0: me feel flabby yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus. I wouldn't go that far, Doug.
0: <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm 6'3 and 140 pounds, and she, he makes me feel flabby, yeah. That's
2: true. Well, Doug, thank you so much for coming on the show again. We always love having you, and, and this movie oh. was just phenomenal. And I hope I get to see your little, your origin story, because that would be so great.
0: Yeah. No, no, me too. Thanks so much for having us on and, and uh, sharing the love. And it's so great to talk with you Always, Jessica and Rachel. Very nice to hear your cute little voice.
2: Oh, <laughs> right. Well, thank you again, Doug, and keep making these awesome movies. and, and what are you doing um, coming up, by the way? I'm just curious what you have going on, Frankenstein. Well, I hope. currently
0: I'm talking <laughs> to you right now from Vancouver, Canada. I'm working on season four of Falling Skies right now. And, Yay! And reprising my, yes, reprising my role of Koichi, the alien on board. Um, and uh, it's going great. We're almost. We have three more episodes to go before we wrap for the season. And uh, coming up the next next time you can see me, um, aside from Ray's right now, uh, in theaters and on VOD, uh, is, um, let's see, January 20th, my episode of uh, Teen Wolf will be airing on MTV. <laughs> Ooh. I, play, I play a villain named William Barrow in the movie, and I'm a, a, a known serial killer. And you'll find out more of my story on January 20th when you lo- uh, check out uh, Teen Wolf. Um, on MTV? Then coming in... Yes, and then coming in uh, early February or mid-February, some, somewhere in the first half of the month, I think, is my episode of Face-Off. I was a guest judge and uh, got, got to set up the challenge and then judge it and have lots of commentary and do great fun with the kids on that show. And uh, that'll be airing on, on uh, the Sci-Fi Channel in February. So yes. And then also, later in the year, I finished a, another horror film that you, Jessica, will love um, called The Operator. The operator is based on or it, it's a it's a continuation of a web series called Marvel Hornets, uh, and Marvel Hornets was inspired by the Slenderman legend. So, uh, you might know guess who I might play in this film? Are um, are you
2: are, are, are you the, are, are the Slenderman, dog?
0: Well, uh, I am playing the operator, which is inspired by Slenderman. Yes, so oh, there is a similar look. Uh, yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so there to you think. go. So
0: that's <laughs> uh, that's yet yeah. it, it's the movies in the can. We finished filming over the summer. It's been uber secret. That's why you never heard me talk about it before. I wasn't allowed to. Oh, But God. uh But it's finally been announced that I'm in it, and so we can talk about it now. But but um, it's it's coming uh, ah. sometime uh, later this year.
3: I'm wow, Doug the hardest working man in
2: Hollywood. Look at you.
0: Yeah, doing my darndest. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm still, I'm still Team Frankenstein. I hope Guillermo does that and gets you in there. <laughs> damn it!
0: Oh, you and me both. Well, yeah. Well, you and me both. I'll be working with, Gear. I'm working with Guillermo twice coming up now. Uh, after I wrap Falling Skies, my next thing I'll be filming is uh, a couple of small characters in his movie Crimson Peak, <laughs> which is filming in Toronto. And <laughs> after that, I go, I go. And then I'll go back to Toronto in April to film uh, my guest role in uh, *The Strain*, his TV series on the um, FX channel.
2: Are you a vampire? So, can you say?
0: Um, well, I I might be something uh, with a little bit of makeup involved. Sure, I don't I don't I haven't seen a yet, yet. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, I'm so horrible. I'm a horrible person. I'm like, give me more. <laughs>
0: And I know, I know, I know. So there's, there's, there'll be a lot to talk about coming up, won't there? Bea?
2: Awesome. Yes, hey. and hopefully I'm getting on that Crimson Peak set. If it kills me, cause I want to <laughs> be there. Okay,
0: come on, baby.
2: Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you on, boy? All right, Doug. Thank you again. Uh, we've left, kept you too long, and, and have fun on the set. And um, I thank you for for just being on and being you. you You're the awesome. Best. Thank
0: you. Me too. Love you. We love you bunches. And you, you keep fangirling your little butts off, okay? We
2: will. We'll do.
0: Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah.
3: love, bye. And, love
0: and smooches. Bye love
2: bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> there you go, everybody. Doug Jones, which we completely and utterly mush over because he <laughs> he's worth <a> it. <laughs> he's our favorite. So coming up, we will have the the woman herself. The
3: incomparable.
2: Zoe Bell will be joining us. And we will be talking about the awesomeness that is this movie, Rays. You really need to check it out when it goes on video on demand. Um, you really need to see this. It's a great film. If you're film. an
3: action fan and a horror fan, it's a perfect intersection of those things.
2: It really is. And don't let it fool you. The It's one of those movies like um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. It's really There's really not so much on screen. That is ho- that is bloody and gross. There, there's not no more than you would see in, like Doug said, a Jean Claude Van Damme film. It really is an emotional horror film. It's intense,
3: and it's, you know when Jessica Dwyer te- texts you and says that that movie was brutal. You know <laughs> what you're in for.
1: It, so. it is brutal.
2: <laughs> it totally is brutal, but awesome, and yeah. it. I with him telling I didn't know that there were going to be like they have a, a rundown of like five more films. Oh my God, they need to make them. But that only happens if this is a
3: financial success. So if you are inclined, if you're not a brutal violence fan, if you're not a horror movie fan, it might not be for you. But if you're inclined, go see the movie because that's how we get these other things made. This is when we have some original content that we're always talking about on the show to support. This is how this happens. We have to make we have to show up and get our butts in the seat. Don't you dare download it unless you're paying for it, because that's how we're going to get the rest of this story.
2: Exactly, and I want to know who they can get to play a baby Doug Jones.
3: I was like, how do you cast baby Doug Jones and baby Sherilyn Fenn? To me, they're such unique people. but They
2: they are both beautiful, and yet I don't know who could...
3: But uh, otherworldly, you know, they have... Yeah, they, a, they have
2: this uh, this unattainable about thing about them, and I, I, I really don't know who you could get. It's interesting. Right. That's going to be a hell of a casting Well, and I think that job. you can only have a
3: characters like that when you have two really cool like really sweet people playing horrible
2: vile villains you know right and I'm glad I I was right about her being I, I know
3: I caught that. I, caught I, that. I like, did too when she when she when she was talking about um when he said this to me I thought he was crazy I went oh she was a fighter oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh my
2: god so good now all the fanfic can be written <laughs> sorry <laughs> But uh, as we said, coming up, Zoe Bell, so keep listening. All right, Fangirl Radio listeners, we have with us the incomparable Zoe Bell, who kicks ass and takes names in the movie Rays, which hits video on demand today, actually, as of this recording. And um, Zoe, I want to thank you for joining us. It is an honor to have you on the show.
1: Oh, it's it's absolutely my pleasure.
2: (laughs) So, um, Ray's I, I, I just, I can't say enough about this movie. I absolutely loved it. And my, my co-host Rachel, yes, my co-host I Rachel, love
1: when people love it.
2: <laughs> my co-host Rachel yeah. absolutely loved it as well. And we were blown away by your performance.
1: Ah, uh, thank you very much. That's yeah. I forget that there's two, there's two platforms on which I'm being judged with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of a, I described it one time as to, to my parents, actually. I was like, um, you know when you stub your toe and it's a world of hurt and you can't imagine anything hurting more, and then you slam your finger in the door and suddenly you forget about your toe hurting and your fingers, like, all-consuming? <laughs> it's like, sort of what I was like when the movie's coming out because it comes out this weekend in theatres as well, as, you know, like iTunes and the OD, and I'm like, oh, my God, what if don't like my performance? And, oh, I'm being judged. Oh, That's my stubbing the toe. And then me realizing that I'm one of the producers and this is in fact my movie is me slamming my finger in the door suddenly the acting thing doesn't cease to matter. I'm like, oh my God, this is like, if they don't like the movie, that's a big deal, you know? Too well, funny. and
2: that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about um, was this is your first time producing a film project. How was that on that side for you? Because this is, was this a completely new world or had you, you've done enough films that you've probably had a peek
1: into that before? Um, you know, it was, it was definitely a new experience for me. And um, I loved it. Um, I love being part of the collaborative process. I love being part of the creative process. I love the sort of like the debates and problem solving. And I love sort of like doing battle with the boys and having them battle back. And, and I love sort of, you know, when we all agreed on something, that feels amazing. When we all disagree, that kind of feels cool. I don't know. I loved the... I really enjoyed the whole process. I mean, I think I was really fortunate that I was um, in a position where we were all open to collaborating. Um, you know, and just being one of the producers and also a director, it was a very it was very conversational. I mean, on set it was a little bit less because obviously everyone else had much bigger things to concentrate on, you know, like crying and killing people and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but... um. I really, I, I love the process of producing it. But what I did notice is that I, I became, it became very clear to me just how much I didn't know about producing. Um, because, you know, my job has always been in front of the camera. I'm sort of, I turn up, especially before I was acting, I turn up and I kick ass and I go home. You know, that's sort, of, <laughs> that's sort of my day in a nutshell. You know, now it's like a little homework and things are spinning around in my head all the time and what we could have done and what we could do tomorrow. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a very different. It's a very different part of the process. Um, but I also I also got a lot of pleasure out of realising that just by, you know, by virtue of spending every day of my life on set since I was 17, there's actually a lot of the on-set process part of making a film that, that I kind of intuitively get. I know it, you know. It, sure. it, just, it never occurred to me to know it. I never asked myself if I knew about it or not until it was required of me. And I was like, wait, I know this stuff. This is cool. <laughs> what a fun feeling. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well i I was just so i love your performance in it I mean, I always love your stunt work but i i I was telling we were talking with Doug Jones earlier, and I said it was kind of great Aww, to see
1: boy. I know
3: he's so schmoopy he 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 <laughs> said i was telling him you know we usually if he's on set he's under ten pounds of makeup or if he, you know you're in a movie, yeah. a lot of times we never see your face <laughs> you're doing this performance yeah yeah.
4: You and so it was so great
3: to see, you know, kind of a sinister side of Dougie and then to see you just really, I mean, I think the reason the movie comes off really intense for an action movie and a horror movie is that we completely bought you as this character. I mean, the suspension of disbelief was so great that I had to, I had to step away from it a couple times. I'm like, this is a little intense. I'm forgetting that this is. <laughs> An action movie. I'm kind of getting really upset about what's happening to this character, you know.
1: I know. I still get that when I'm watching some of the other girls' fights. So like I and this will this is a little window into me that people assume doesn't exist, but I I cry. I cry I love to cry at like sloppy movies and shit. I love I love crying like that. It makes me so happy. This movie I cry for slightly different reasons. I I actually cry watching some of these fights. It's like it upsets me that these characters are going through what they're going through.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I actually started bawling and, and just like looked at the screen and yelled out, "No effing way, no!"
1: And, and, I know. And I
2: was like, "God, I think no, I probably
1: know. I probably know which flight you're talking about." <laughs> oh, you probably do. You probably do. Yeah. And When that fight card comes up, blah blah versus blah blah, and everyone's like, "What? No, no!" Yeah, I was <laughs> like grabbing my mo-
2: my screen, going, "No, this no!" <laughs> 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 it was it was horrified. Yeah, I would love
4: the, to hear that.
2: Oh, and 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 that was the theme was uh, you know. Uh, speaking about that, how did the camaraderie come about between you and Tracy and Bailey? Because I talked to, Tra- I got to talk to Tracy, and she just had nothing mm. but praise for this whole thing. It was, just, and, and, and her character just was awesome. I was, I was told Doug, I was very lucky to get three of my favorite characters from the film to be on the show. Nah. And you guys were so great. And and even though you, it was weird because part of the time you weren't even on screen together, but you bought it because you were yeah, talking Yeah, yeah, we weren't even,
1: yeah, not even in the same room as each other ever, hardly, you know. I mean, aside from when you don't want to be or you're strapped to a chair.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but how did that, <laughs> um, how, did that help training? Well, With training, yeah, did the, you train together?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, Tracy and I had formed camaraderie like from before we even shot Dick Proof, she and I, were, she was like, the first ever acting coach I had because I looked at the script and I was like, Tracy, I'm terrified. I don't know how to do dialogue. I don't know what that means. I mean, I sat down and started reading the script with Tracy and just reading it out loud. I got sweaty palms and I started to sweat and get clammy and like self-conscious and she, of course, thought it was adorable. I (laughs) thought adorable was completely not the word I was thinking of. (laughs) But so she and I and I sort of built com- and then not to mention you know we did this whole chase sequence where um, you know there were times she was behind the wheel and, and had my life in her hands and so that's a camaraderie building event <laughs> um, and and Bailey and I you know what's interesting is when Bailey auditioned because Bailey worked at Cosmic Toast so worked for Ken, Kenny and Andy and we'd been having auditions and she was the last audition because Andy I think or Kenny and Andy one of them came up to me and came up to us and were like look I don't know Bailey doesn't really want to push it she feels a bit self-conscious about asking, but we really think it'd be worth like do you mind a few auditions and we were like, no shit no like anyone that you think might fit the bill we want to see you know like we're not fussy here, you know bring them in and um and so we did the audition and, and i and we auditioned her opposite me so she and I were there and it just we just had an instant kind of chemistry that was apparently she was on one side of the wall and I was on the other just you know a makeshift wall for this audition. And at some point during the scene that we were doing, she reached up and sort of touched the wall as if she was trying to reach out to me. And I did the same thing without either of us knowing that Aww. we'd done it, you know. And they were like, oh, my God, the chemistry, blah, blah, blah. So it was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. through a wall, you guys are just connected, you know. And uh, and she's not a blondie by nature. so we And we made her blonde. We wanted her to be little and blonde. And we already had so many brunettes. And it just... She just rocks it, man. She just has a genuine vulnerability that. Because we wanted her to be sort of like a trigger for Sabrina into the maternal feeling that Sabrina had obviously been sort of like denying her whole life, and and um and we loved the idea of it being a little trisector between the three of them, between walls and and you know Sabrina bouncing between his like tough staunch character and this little girl and then saving and you know. And it really, it was important to us that that be present. And there there was an edit or two where we were like, "Ah, we're just not feeling it enough. We need to play into that more." And and um, our awesome editor made an effort, and it just sort of, it just really makes a difference when you feel these girls meaning something to each other, you know? Right.
2: Oh yeah. And and the thing that I really liked about this was, and don't take this wrong because you're you're a gorgeous woman, but but
3: I (laughs) love (laughs) this.
1: Here it is, and I've already screwed it up.
3: But uh, You I, I, have to I, love I, that kind of caveat. So, yeah, I don't get, me wrong. I know, don't I know, get it at But, no.
2: but <laughs> I, I like the fact, I love the fact that this movie. What would you do if I
1: just hung up? Just no, like, oh, God, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That is not okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the, the I'm totally I am totally
4: kidding. <laughs>
2: the fact I loved about this movie was you. This was not sexualized, and a lot of people were probably you know going into this and oh, it's one of these horrible yeah. like, women behind bars movies. No, it's women behind bars, yes, but this is not a sexualized film at all, and I love no. that about it. It was real. It, it gave it more yeah. gravitas because it wasn't.
1: Yeah, it was really, that was another one of those sort of like, uh, I hate that the word organic has been so trashed by Hollywood bankers, but because it's such a good word when you need to use it, but it was the one, one of those things, there's a lot of things that happened quite organically, that's not to say it came easy because it was really hard, but about this shoot and this project, and one of them was that all the producers just instinctively, intrinsically had the same kind of desire that like Kenny was desperate for the fights to ring very true Josh was desperate for the emotional journey to the women and the relationships to ring super true both of those were important to me and I as a woman that's been in front of the camera all the time even if it's just my back to the camera but was desperate for it to be like I didn't I didn't want this to be about who the hot one out of the girls were I mean I was like I want fat ones and skinny ones and tall ones and black ones and white ones and you like I want like crazy ones I want sane ones you know like it was it was very important to me that and I you know and I didn't take much convincing of the girls which is amazing because they're all in front of the camera that we shouldn't have foundation and mascara and you know some of the girls have got those extension eyelashes so there's nothing you can do about them but it was very important that to me that you know if you get punched in the right nostril that right nostril bleeds it doesn't know what it looks like that's what it that's the case you know so it was we all had a very strong drive for it to be as true and as sort of realistic within the world that it's set as as possible. And so I think it's, you know, it's one of the things that people either love like you guys and appreciate about the film or it's the thing that makes it super confronting for a lot of people. People don't like seeing women getting hurt, you know, and getting ugly. They don't like that either. (laughs) So when you get them ugly, you get them ugly and then beat the snot out of them, people are a bit like, what are you (laughs) doing? That's not if, what you do in, were, in a movie.
3: If it were guys in the film, nobody would think it was. You know, they wouldn't no, think no anything would of say, it.
1: No one would say anything. They'd be like, "God, oh, those fights brutal."
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, and yeah. i I love um, I love the backstory that's hinted at with your character that she was, she's already been through a horrible ordeal before this happens to her. Yeah. And how did how did that inform this character for you? Like wh- wh- how did you work on her backstory or did you just like
1: take it in the moment as far as No, I definitely I did I worked my ass off prior to the film. I um you know, it's one thing you know, I never half asked my work as a stunt woman, but there's you know, there's being with experience you start to see where there's um preparation that's necessary, compared to preparation that's just extraneous and I know when there's extraneous stuff that I can avoid doing as a stuntwoman because I just know my shortcomings and I know my strengths and I know what I'm capable of and where I need to train and stuff. As an actor, I'm still a bit like, I really want it to deserve being where I'm at. I don't want to just be like, oh, a stuntwoman got so lucky that she ended up blah, blah. You know, I want to be <laughs> in a situation where I'm like, I, I deserve to be standing on the feet that I'm standing on. So I worked Really hard. So I created her whole backstory when we just shot when we were shooting the short film because it started off as just a short which ended at the um, at the completion of the first fight. So my character was meant to just come in, have that fight with Jamie, and then it, it cut to black. That's the end of the short. There was a whole bit that came before the beginning of the film, um, but I had done so much work working into that that it, I already had. You know, her mum's this crazy alcoholic person that. She lived at home and it was horrible and she was always, she always had to look after her mum and she kind of loved her, but she was the mother from a young age, which is ironic because then she got knocked up by this dude and had this, like, <laughs> remained, she had to give up the kid, her mom didn't even know she did there was this whole backstory that I had, more Boy. about the relationships to people in her life, you know, like her relationship to her mother being very strongly to do with why she didn't believe she was capable of being a mother, why, you know, then giving up this child and not knowing who her father was. Like, all of this stuff was so, I just felt like if I did enough work on it, it was just present when I was being Sabrina, so I didn't have to, I didn't have to put it in there, you know what I mean? It was yeah. just sort of, instead of, because my family is the total opposite of that. I mean, my mum likes to drink, but she's not alcoholic. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I had to make her as real as possible so I could draw on, on her, you know.
3: Well, it's great. I mean, it it pays off because it's it's harrowing. It's harrowing to watch her go through that and to feel that. I mean, it's the first like horror action movie that I've straight up bawled during.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but I'm really <laughs> no. happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I, it made. I was I was like, it was a gut punch. I, I've I've described mm-hmm. this as a gut punch of a movie because, you know, the you don't expect to have a movie like this do that to you but it does and yeah it's, it's awesome
1: it's it's oh, just I love hearing a... you talk about this it's like <laughs> I, it's I really like, really love it yeah it's sort of so much more satisfying than hearing someone be like god you're so pretty you've got great bum and great cats like that's like <laughs> makes you feel good for like a split second and you're talking about my movie is like it's like someone calling you intelligent instead of pretty, you know? <laughs>
3: right. Well, I mean, that's really important to us because we—we we, our whole show is about looking at things that are geeky or interesting from a woman's perspective, and it's ridiculous yeah. that you have to do that. It's a ridiculous thing that you have to say, this, this movie has women as the fighters in it, and it's not sexual, and it's a kick-ass movie. Like, it's almost yeah. ridiculous that yeah, that's how you have to tell somebody, you know? But well, it, that's funny, it's, like, it's
1: when, when people yeah totally and when people are like what's the statement you're trying to make with this movie and blah 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 and it's almost a bit like I, I don't know how to say this but I, I really wasn't intending on trying to make a statement or an anti-statement it's like I just wanted to see a movie where this shit was real and these women were doing it and it was hurting them and and the fact that people are so sort of bamboozled by it and affected by it kind of is a statement about society itself you know it's sort of one of those things that by staying, standing as true as I can to, I don't know, the the strengths and the virtues I believe women have that I see in the women in my life, I'm I'm kind of making a statement without without even meaning to, you know? It's sort of like a non-preaching statement, kind of no, interesting.
3: No one asks a male action star, like, what kind of statement were you trying to make with Die Hard? You know, which isn't like <laughs> as well as the kind of movie, but, you know, <laughs> I, I don't...
1: Tell you? That is literally a quote I used the other day. I was talking to someone else. That's I was like, you know? someone was saying something about male actions, and I literally was like, did someone come along and say, hey, Bruce, when you made Die Hard, I used totally used that exact quote. So we're connected. That's awesome. That's why." <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, the thing that I find funny is that it, you're right. It has had, it's got confusion. It's confused some people on, I don't, I'm like, I'm watching it. and I get all of this. I'm like, she was this, this is what's going on here. This is what's going on here. Oh my God, I'm mm-hmm. crying and all that. But other mm-hmm. people are like, well, I, what, what, well, I don't get it. And, and, and yeah. they don't, they're not taking away, like they're completely missing parts. And I just, I just want to hit someone.
1: I'm like, I'm sorry, wait, saying this movie, I believe, you <laughs> <laughs> this movie made you violent? This
4: movie made me violent because I'm
1: like, no, you don't you Please don't let my movie be responsible for such things. I'll end up getting sued. <laughs> but, you know, one of the
2: things that, that I, I'm seeing is that people are saying how violent it is and, oh my God, it's so horribly violent. And we, we were discussing this with Doug and I, t- I talked to Tracy about this as well, was the fact that it seems like the violence... It, it's no more violent than any other film. Like, so for instance, Die Hard I think is more violent. Better choreographed. Um, mm-hmm. and it's damn well sorry. better choreographed. I'm sorry, <laughs> but and, and, and better acted. Oh, um, but, but but I'm remaining silent. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's because I think that people see it being that the violence is happening on to between women. Women are beating yeah. each other up and they can't handle that or they're just not able to they they think that's more horrible than say a guy doing it. And I don't know
1: what to say you to know, that. Well and I think I think to be fair the other things in addition to it being um women inflicting and and receiving I guess um is because it's women and we would we were trying to be our intention was to have it be as based in reality as possible is it's so it's emotional you know it's like emotionally violent and brutal and harrowing and these women are devastated that they have to fight and they're devastated that if they lose their loved ones like it's just so on top of it being women fighting women it's like the emotional side of fighting that you know you wouldn't normally register in most action movies especially with male movies you know like it's not well, often you're going to see a dude crying while he kills another man you know what I mean and,
3: and I, love, you know I love that I the aspect of I hit somebody's face and I hurt my hand you can't you know and yeah, they gloss over that <laughs> in movies and in this <laughs> one you know you kick you yeah. kick ass and then you're sitting there on the floor going oh maybe I overdid yeah. it, you know, and I love that, I
1: love that aspect. Maybe I didn't need that last punch, I know there's that one, right. there's that one fight where I'm punching with one hand, and it, and I've, you know, I've been in that situation before where I'm, it's work stuff, but I'm, like, I'm punching walls, or I'm doing whatever for work, and then it gets to the point where I'm like, do you guys mind if I switch from my left hand, Cause my right hand is jacked, you know, so I was sort of, <laughs> sort of you're like, why not bring that into the, because it's, it's, that's the reality of it, you know, right? well, at and some I, point. That's-
2: <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, uh, uh, your hands in this movie look like hamburger in a couple of scenes, and I really yeah. I appreciated that. I'm like, oh my they've got them swollen and everything and they look like you've been beating yeah. someone.
1: Yeah, uh, there was a couple of times too I would beat the dirt in between just because I was like I, I, I wanted to also remind myself because it's easy, you know, when you're acting and you're in this world and you're like I'm hurting and I'm tired and I'm this and I'm that but sometimes you forget that your hand is hurting, you know? So I would, every now and then, I would, like, in between takes, I'd be banging my knuckles on stuff just so that I was, I had a conscious awareness of my knuckles. I know, it sounds sadistic. It Jesus. I'm impressed. It, <laughs> and, and then other times I was, like, smashing my head against the wall. Now, I'm going, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Zoe, I... I
2: I think we're about out of time, but I just wanted to tell you, man. I I am just in awe of this, and and yeah, we were kind of gushed I was kind of gushing about your arms because your arms are beautiful in this movie. Just have to say, oh,
1: <laughs> just have to thank say, you very much. <laughs> they, they they are impressive. They do good by me. I think my my arms have definitely done good work for me in the past. So I, I appreciate my arms. I appreciate my body actually. I have put but, it through quite a lot. It's, it's and still with you. <laughs>
2: Still with you. But um, this movie was just phenomenal. And I, I, you know, even if you didn't set out to to give a message with it, it it really has one, though. And I think that comes through from the talent involved and from your dedication to it.
1: Yeah, I think think it comes from everybody's talent and what they put into it. And all these women, you know, all the women involved in it are, are super strong, super talented, intelligent, passionate women. And I think you can only get so much of that in a room before it kind of starts to read, you know? Before you can't help but see it and feel it. and You know, and the men involved. The men involved in this movie are, like, really awesome, modern, open-minded, women-loving dudes. Like, they're the kind of men you want, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and, I mean... Josh has done something great with this, this story that he put together and 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 the direction of it it's some it's amazing that you know a lot of people probably don't realize that a, a guy did do this. you know yeah. and, and and that's that's phenomenal, so good on him too. I well, mean,
1: this was- you know what the irony is it's either surprising to people that there was a man directing it or you have people that are convinced that everybody creatively involved in this must be a most misogynistic man. Like, it's funny because I actually, I have food and I'm like, I'm I, even if I didn't like it, I'm a feminist. Even if I could, even if I thought it, I'm a feminist. So, and I'm collaboratively involved. So like, I don't know where you get that idea from, but it's fascinating the different responses we've had to this movie.
2: Well, it's kind of like with American Psycho. A lot of people didn't realize a woman directed that film, and they they yeah, keep the totally. flip flop of it. So it's kind of awesome. This, uh, but I, yeah. like I said, I I got Rachel to actually watch this movie, which is so not her cup of tea. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't horror. I don't horror at all. <laughs> oh,
3: really? No, no I'll ask Rachel, but it. I don't horror. <laughs> and I, but
1: nice. But
3: I, I I'm kind of a. I'm a massive fan of yours and so she's like there's Zoe Bell and Aww. I'm like well I have to watch it and she's like well there's also Aww. Dougie and I'm like Dougie's in it and Zoe Bell and she's like and Sherilyn Fenn I'm like send, send it over like, and Tracy Toms like,
2: and you
1: know it's yeah." over I give up <laughs> uh, no uh, like, so once again, I, I, wanted so to happy. To, I
2: wanted to say thank you again for coming on the show and talking about this movie and making it and just being an icon in your own right so thank you again
1: Oh my god, thank you. I I have to get off the phone. I can't handle much more of that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well thank you again for coming on and and um you can see Ray's in Theaters Limited release as well as on video on demand today as of this recording, uh January tenth. So thank you again, Zoe.
1: You're so welcome, thank you guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
2: Bye. Bye.